How's it going, everybody? Welcome to the All the Anime Anime Limited podcast, season two, episode ten. Holy piss! We've made figures. it. We've made it to double figures straight weeks of doing this podcast. We've made it, everybody. The, the podcast is done now. We, we, we made it to our goal. We made it to ten episodes of season two. Is this like a Kickstarter? We've made our goal. Time to go now. <laughs> oh god, don't mention that. Ten right. episodes in ten weeks. Now that being said. We are, we, we've, we've done something in the industry called a pre-tape because we're recording this on the on Friday the 4th of August, everybody, a week ago at the time you're hearing this because we knew we wouldn't be able to record one the week you're listening to this. So we've, we've planned ahead. Some might say that's a new concept at Anime Limited. You're wrong. We do it all the time. Everything just gets delayed normally. We always plan ahead. Nothing's ever delayed. Everything comes out exactly when it's meant to. <laughs> like a hobbit. It's just, you know, we like to throw you red herrings of when the actual dates are. <laughs> no, we're, 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 we're the Gandalf of the industry. That's it. That, that's Which version? Or the grey. Okay, I want to check. I don't know. That is a good point, though. Yeah. I, I retract my salty tone, because, yeah, I think, yeah, because later on <laughs> it's Gandalf the White. You better retract more from that song. Stop that. Stop that right now. <laughs> I am Jeremy Graves. Joining me in the office studio this week is... Andrew. Jessica. <laughs> Andrew. Cap. Keith. A- Andrew. Oh, I couldn't do that. Andrew, right. Uh, yep, anyone, you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Jeremy Graves. <laughs> Hi, everyone. And Welcome to the podcast again. <laughs> and Keith. Oh, that's Jeremy. No, that has to be Jeremy. Jeremy. Like Jeremy. Yeah. That definitely sounded like Jeremy there. I mean, I'm... I'm pretty confident speaking of Keith, but it's definitely Jeremy. I don't Jeremy. think Keith is here. Keith is here. I mean, No, that's Jeremy. I'm Keith. Oh, you're Keith. It's, you can you not see like, me? You don't sound Keith, like him, you've really let yourself go. Oh. You're <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Two Andrews, I'm sure I'll be sure to give you a P45. Oh. I don't even know how to write one, so... <laughs> so yes, everyone, thank you for joining us on this week's show. Make sure you hit up alltheanime.com for the latest information on our upcoming home video releases, as well as upcoming cinema releases, because at the time you're hearing this, next week, this coming Wednesday, in fact, Napping Princess is in cinemas around the UK. Make sure you go to nappingprincessmovie.co.uk to book your tickets if you haven't already. And don't forget as well, it is being screened, subtitled, and dubbed. Because last week, the, the day we released the last podcast, actually, we revealed the English dub cast. So there is an English dub. And also make sure you check out Kat's trailer for Napping Princess at our YouTube channel as well as Facebook and Twitter. But make sure you hit up youtube.com forward slash all the anime. The trailers come out really, really well. And you know what? A lot of people are really excited about this, even though Andrew is desperately trying to hold back wild bouts of laughter. I'm not, I'm not even trying. <laughs> the laughter is for unrelated reasons. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> it's just cat keeps putting on a funny face. No, it's just my normal face. <laughs> <laughs> And then don't, and don't forget, everybody, the week after, on the 23rd of August, you will be able to catch Your Name, the worldwide hit anime, subtitled in IMAX cinemas. And then other cinemas around the UK will be screening it subtitled and dubbed. Make sure you check your local cinema for information as to which version you're getting. Head over to yournamethemovie.co.uk to book your ticket. Will it be the version with music by Radwimps? Radwimps will be included. I've been reliably informed by... Uh, by the Scott Loves Anime Festival director, Andrew Partridge, who I spoke to on the phone earlier. That, um, well, how, how's he doing? He's doing all right, I think. You know, I mean, his website says access denied at the moment, at the time of recording. No. <laughs> Have you tried refreshing it this morning at all? I haven't, I mean, because Jeremy, his festival director, Andrew that, Partridge, that, didn't tell me. Unfortunately, at the time of broadcast, you'll find it has been working. <laughs> Excellent! I'm really glad that's, to hear that. That's an awkward misjudgment and false news you're spreading Hoisted by your own pre-recorded petard. Hey, I'm fine with that. <laughs> as long as it's true when it's released. <laughs> so loud. Um, so yes, everyone, I, I can confirm the Scott Loves Anime website is working. And also expect news on the lineup to be surfacing very, very soon. Some might say you will hear details on the lineup, if not before this, but at MCM Scotland Comic Con on the 23rd to 24th of September, because 
there will be panels across the weekend, and I think I can also reveal there should be an all the anime, uh, an all the anime panel is scheduled, but it should be a Scotland Loves Anime panel scheduled as well, which, wow. not that he knows it, but I believe that Andrew Partridge will be on stage with me to discuss the lineup. He didn't know this because I haven't told him yet, but there you go. But now he's committed because it's on the podcast. It's always dangerous now you've told me in advance I'm going to arrange a tragic accident for myself in advance. What, by actually doing the lineup? <laughs> 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 yeah, so I, mean, I mean, don't get me wrong, I do love the current lineup of Redline back to back for the entire I mean. week. Dove sub, dove sub. That, that's what's tragic about it if you actually do the actual lineup and have to like. So, Frisbee, we go back, back to back for, for days now, Frisbee. Frisbee. But of course, before MCM Scotland, in fact, it's next week actually, Keith, that we're driving down to this at the time everyone's hearing it. Oh. Kitacon. I'm glad you went. I nearly had a heart attack. I thought, no, I thought I'd lost a week. Jesus, don't do that to me. I know, I've been thinking about when you were there next week. I mean, you have. Kitacon on the 18th to the 20th of August. He yeah. said, like, as well, the Napping Princess was next week, and I had a mini free check. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like God. This is me trying to future-proof this episode, and it's failing with me. All you've done is scare the shit out of us. Yeah. <laughs> 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 can, can we actually release this in 2018? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, my God. Uh, so, so, guys, how's your past week been? <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm going to assume it was horrible and full of all sorts of work. I'm hopefully still alive. <laughs> So, so what's been the biggest breaking bit of news over the past week that you think that you think uh, we should discuss? I finished my accounting. Well, <laughs> <laughs> like, in, in the future, yes. Yeah. I mean, what we're talking about the future. No, I, okay, I, I, I'm, 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 I'm privately hoping that uh, Trump will just finally explode in rage, showering everyone at whatever rally it happens at in a like horrible. Me? day glow orange mess of stinking flesh I hope that doesn't happen yet because I've booked a wee package holiday to do the uh, the role of communications director at the White House um, <laughs> but it's, it's, a two, it's a two week trip basically I go over I, I do the first ten days as communications director then I have a few days left to see see the area yeah, like yeah, it's, it's not a bad gig so you see you were just saying like exploding big orange stuff I don't know why the first thing I thought of was uh, was Fuego which is the, the drink that the, the insane clown posse use and they just shower over everybody at their gigs. Like, heck, oh, here's an idea. What if Donald Trump went to the gathering of the Juggalos? I'm uh, just overwhelmed by the mental image that that brings up in my mind. Maybe it's like instru- instrumentality. When you said it's in like orange. Oh, uh, yeah, every, yeah, everything is going to turn into LCL. Yeah. Human souls. I can't help but feel it's uh, like... I mean, I think he, he would get on quite well. I think he also does not know how magnets work. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so yeah, I guess just paying a, a few more bills before we get going. If you want to hit us up on social media, it is facebook.com slash alltheanime and twitter.com slash alltheanime. Make sure you go to our YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash alltheanime. And like I said, visit our website, alltheanime.com for the latest info on cinema releases and our upcoming and already available home video releases. In terms of new releases, out now, by the time you're hearing this, it was released on Monday the 7th of August, Erased Part 1. We talked about it a bit on last week's show, but make sure you check out the unboxing at our site and and watching it. We actually know already at the time of recording that the postman's been very kind to a few of you and you're already enjoying Erased a heck of a lot. So thank you very much for supporting that title and we hope you guys want to add it to your collection. It was a nice job of that, Kat. Yeah. You've done a good. <laughs> Yeah, all yeah. in a day's work. Yeah, it's included all the approvals. Then on 21st of August, it is Snow White with the Red Hair Season 2 on Blu-ray. So, the the running order for today's show, everybody, is... There really isn't one. It's pretty much going to be all about the random topic generator. Do we have any questions left as well? We do indeed, because that's what we are going to first. (laughs) So, left over from last week's show, as it were, from Lawrence on Twitter. Do you think the gap between anime mega hits and average shows uh, that people forget about when a season ends is getting bigger? No. Strong no. Like, it's like it's it's basically been consistent for a long time. Like, it's just, if you're if you're asking with a new titles coming up, it, like it's consistent though is another question. But, I mean, for example, in between, like like so, if you run the maths on it, I mean, Death Note was the 
the first of the big ones of like this decade or once or like like this sword not decade but like that was what circa 05? 2006 oh it was close then I think it was 2006 anyway for the see I still think of that as yesterday and I'm like oh my god yeah well I mean but like I mean like <laughs> literally is, yeah like definitely was one of the the first like in 2006 into 2007 for that one mm. like of this gen like of this particular generation I'm trying to remember when like FMA Brotherhood came out the Brotherhood Day is uh, 2006 That's so 2006 was it really that long ago yeah. like so it's 2006 but in like the, the western territories it only came out slightly no, later six because there, were, there was simulcast everywhere oh yeah so it was it wasn't one of the early day simulcast wasn't it yeah it was one of the first uh, yeah. global simulcast. Uh, it was definitely yeah. a simulcast. Oh no, like no, it was. No, it was. I mean, was it? I'm just trying to think. Why was it simulcast in English? Because I remember it was big in the fan sub community. Is that, isn't that what's happening in August? Oh no, wait. Yeah, it, it was, was like, like oh, no, wait, it was 2009. Like <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, sorry. 2006 is the first uh, from Metal Alchemist. No. No, it was earlier than that. No, it was 2003 from the first. Yeah, I, I, I was still in university. I was thinking right, 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 sorry. Right. Right. Um, you, you were right the first time, probably. But, um, but no, it was definitely yeah, actually right. signed and Casting English. So, like, yeah, so jumping backwards, yeah, sorry. Topic at hand. You had Death Note, which kind of leapt off the shelf in 2006. Mm-hmm. Then in 2009, you had Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. And then mm-hmm. after that, you will find that in 2013, so 9 to 10, 11, 12, 2013 was Titan, yes. Yeah. So every three years, there is a big, big hit, between three to four years. I mean, it's not so what, something that arguably breaks through a glass ceiling. But the gap is not. So what's the current one then? Uh, the current one is Attack on Titan Season 2 and um, Tokyo Ghoul. Oh, yes. And Sword Art Online. Take your yeah. pick. Um, well, actually, that's so within reason, because those are one year apart from one another. So yeah. it doesn't always conform to the rule but there is a but there is a proven cycle of every three years there is something I mean I think honestly this year it could be Black Clover yeah yeah that's like, that's getting some big attention like Black Clover if you've read the manga honestly giving it to Piero was a really good idea it's gonna be like I mean they, they've got a pipeline available now Bleach has stopped like and honestly like having read some of the manga like early on I am super stoked it's to good it. It's very One Piece, very Naruto. Mm-hmm. Like it's like it, it honestly fits the bill really well. I'm not worried about it like I was Twin Star Exorcist. I like, never actually tried reading or watching. I, mean, that like, I enjoyed Twin Star Exorcist, but it's mm. not a Naruto or a Bleach. Mm. Like this kind of is, and honestly, there's um, like there's several big titles coming up. I mean, like the thing is, I can hear the cries now. Why have I missed Yuri on Ice out, for example? The thing is, you need point, I guess. you need like a like a real kind of cluster of episodes to make up critical mass on an anime. So if you don't have, I mean, Death Note thirty seven episodes, Attack on Titan twenty six episodes, Full Metal Alchemist seventy four episodes, seventy one. Uh, the first one was fifty. Oh, yeah, it, it was. I think they're both sixty four. Fifty one and the other sixty. Yeah, sixty four is what I was yeah. looking for. Yeah, because right. Yuri's good. I was thinking of Monsters. Twelve, episodes. 12 episodes. which is great, but like. It, that has a, a like a kind of a burnout factor to it because mm. there's no way to like twenty six is the minimum to get really a good TV exposure worldwide, mm. like outside of Japan. I mean you'll get some TV airings, but it's hard. You can only run if you want run one episode a week. That's thirteen eps. Whereas if you have twenty six, it lasts literally double the time, and like that puts it into several months, like several months longer. You know, double the time mm. basically. It's interesting you mention that because it was actually something sort of, uh, Keith and I were just talking about randomly one night and we were sort of going through like all of our old favourite shows and whatnot, looking like at our DVD collections and such. And then we suddenly had just an epiphany of, man, there really isn't a lot of just by default 24 to 26 episode shows. Everything now pretty much is 12, 13 episodes and then you get a few exceptions. So there's a reason for that, though. It's because of the budget. Mm. I mean, you can't afford to take a gamble on 24 or 26 app run now, normally. Mm. I mean, even, like, like all the quality pipeline you just can't manage. There's too many shows coming out in Japan versus too, like, too many studios needing to work and there's just no guarantee of recouping the money anymore. And with China putting a massive ban on a lot of titles, it's very hard to... Oh, yeah, that, the list. <laughs> and Japan expects, like, to sell to, to China to help recoup its production budget so when you can no longer guarantee a bubble sale to China mm. what do you do you know that's a very good point but 
Going back to the question of do we think the gap between anime mega hits and average shows that people forget about when a season ends is getting bigger? No. I don't think so. It could probably be argued if you if you did it maybe how many shows that are being streamed compared to how many people are still talking about it months later, but... I think the trouble is with a question like that, there's always a certain element of a personal interpretation of what you think a big hit exactly. is as well. Yeah. So exactly. a lot of shows that are your, to your taste that you think are great have come out in short succession and then you have a long drought period from your point of view where there's mm. a lot of stuff you're not interested in and it yeah. might feel that way. But from a bit overall business, general trends kind of view, it's pretty much average. Mm. Yeah. I always try and... The, the way I kind of judge how big quote-unquote a series is or has become is whether some of my completely non-anime friends are even aware of it yeah it's easy so it's like attack on titan like one time a mate of mine who like he's within like my circle of really close friends like a couple of us are really into anime few of us are really into wrestling you know video games we're all into music it's a wide field of what we're into but the one time that one of the guys who literally doesn't care about anime and just went Oh, Jeremy, do you reckon I'd like Attack on Titan? And I nearly just collapsed because I didn't even know he knew what it was. Mm. And that's kind of when it shows, right, this is, this is like penetrated through to a different audience. Yeah. Don't laugh at that word. Come on, grow up. Well, well, it, 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 kind of, it kind of ties into the other, the second indicator of how well the show is doing, which is how much Rule 34 artwork there is of it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah right. It's true. This is why um, I need to overwatch the anime, right? <laughs> oh, God. Oh, yeah. God. I <laughs> so totally could do that. Yeah. I mean... Yeah, like um, the long answer. The long answer was there. The short answer is no. It's mm. not. Like whatever you metric it by, the real metric is what are the big breakthrough hits. Mm. And like I would say, Attack on Titan, Film of Alchemist Brotherhood, um, going backwards again from that to um, Death Note. Like mm. you, again, you can track it almost on a free yearly clock. Like I'd say, Sword Art Online is the exception to the rule. Okay, so one one we've not mentioned here, which I think might be worth just bringing up for the purpose of the discussion. Where does where does it, if at all, fit into the equation? I'm talking about Naruto. It's constant. It's like there's mm. no gap. Like there's there's a gap of at least ten to fifteen years between mm. titles like Naruto or Bleach or One Piece. It's mm. very it like you get these clusters, and then you get like a five or ten year period where there's nothing which fills that void after one ends. It's why the publishers get very twitchy and try and push. It's why you're seeing so many attempts at long-run shows like Twin Star Exorcist. Now you're seeing Black Clover, like which I think actually has a chance of traction. You're seeing Boruto coming up, mm-hmm. like to keep the Naruto franchise running. So it's kind of almost like that generation type of thing. Well, that, 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 that was the essence of what Boruto was, wasn't it? It was trying to kickstart for a new generation, yeah. I assume. Is that fair to say? Yeah, but... It didn't really have the same, uh, you know, background uh, and power of Naruto. Of mm, no. Story itself, because when you try to, um, you know, to follow up on uh, the success of the previous season, you need to be consistent. And I don't think Boruto has been so far. Mm. I mean, no. It's kind of weak in terms of storyline and uh, Naruto. Uh, 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 yeah. Naruto good point was that you know all the storyline of the main characters and also sub characters were kind of strong mm. and attractive to people. Mm. So. And I suppose another thing that that almost skews the opinion as well to add another side of the, the coin into this, as it were, is that when you compare to percep- like we were talking about perceptions and it's all in personal taste you compare feelings over here compared yeah. to, say, America. Yeah. Because there, the answer might be totally different American in some U- respects. America and the UK are quite similar at times. Sorry, Kat, you were saying this one? What was in, how did Sorry for the End do? Um, okay, but again, it fell into the same trap. Yeah, because yeah, um, I think that one was trying to break out. It, it did, yeah, it tried to. Like, it did better than most, but it didn't break beyond, like, a lot of the, the in-between stuff. Yeah, yeah. No, like, it was a good point, actually. Like, that one was on the list as well. I tried. Mm. Like, you get these blips in between which kind of try to beat beat the average, but don't really pull it off. Mm. And then ones which completely blow away the gap, like ReZero, for example. Yeah, I was going to bring that up, actually, yeah. at some point. ReZero Gate, as well, did surprisingly well in a lot of territories. Really? Yeah, um, USA, France... Like, both territories where, like, those titles can either be middle of the road or go completely off the chart, and it 
went off the chart for almost both of them actually. Mm. Um, at least in terms of popularity. I don't know how come video sales in the US are, but in France it's done well. For Gate, you're fair. Yeah, Gate, yeah. Yeah, it was good. It was good mentioning Seraph at the end because, in in some ways, I kind of totally forgot that one. <laughs> well, in, in the sense because it, well, actually, it's, we've mentioned it already. Think about how many shows we've just mentioned. There are so many. Yeah, one Punch Man. Exactly, oh, One yeah. Punch. Actually, you know, that might be another one. I could argue may have n- nearly been on the cusp, but it's under twelve episode category. Yeah. And yeah, there's another there's another twelve coming. I assume it's there's twelve. Another, there's another season, season of Mob Psycho as well, right? Yeah, yeah. but but yeah, like, even some of my friends who don't know anime are aware of what One Punch Man is yeah. and whether that's due to like seeing stuff online because like, you know when people like I think you might have mentioned it in the podcast I can't remember Keith but uh, like when people like take the gifs and actually make them into a mo- uh, sorry take the manga images and they make them into a moving gif yeah, and it I just mean, looks incredible oh, yeah because yeah, yeah, one, yeah, one Punch Man is quite unusual in both because you know how the manga's drawn it's a very kinetic very uh, mm. very easily accessible show for people to get into because even if you're not particularly au fait with anime the fact it's just so visually stunning and mm. cool mm. it uh, it draws people in a lot of people I follow have been losing it over the second season of My Hero Academia My, My Hero Academia is on some really good form like, I, is I, it, was the first season as good as like as how the second season is now or was it because I've not watched it so I don't know um, from, from my point of view I loved the first season but it yeah. had to establish everything okay so it was one of those things where if you were watching it week to week because I ended up just binge watching the whole thing once uh-huh. it got to the end of the season but if you were watching it week to week it could have been perceived as a little bit slow but yeah. it's one of those things that if you just binge watch it in one go you get proper hyped mm-hmm. but the second season pretty much kicked him. I think I might have mentioned it on the past podcast, but it sort of felt like it was the, the progression of Naruto. You know, like the first arc, they get to know each other, you get to know them no, a bit, go on a mission, then you get like the tuning exam, and that's kind of the equivalent of what you got oh, really? in the first arc of season two of My Hero. And now they're sort of, now I haven't watched the, any <laughs> for the current season, so I want to binge watch. But I think they're now sort of going off into actual proper superhero training as it were yeah. with people and agencies outside the school and that like, looks really really cool it seems like there's just a huge surge of people talking about the second mm. season like online and I never maybe I wasn't paying enough attention but I didn't notice that about the first season like I didn't notice a lot of people going on about it but second season it seems to have just picked the pace I think it's just you lot. get to see more of the world like in the first yeah, season yeah so I think really they find that quite exciting so they just like what binge all the first yeah. season and then get because I found that problem with the manga pretty much the first few chat volumes are really like it's really <coughs> emotional moments but they're pretty slow so yeah. like you you flip through I flipped I started moving a lot quicker when I got to like to the um the school tests and such kind of like the tuning exams yeah mm. which is just the easy way to refer to it isn't it, it literally is I mean, it's a, it was the the UN sports festival is what it specifically was called oh. the United Nations sports festival <laughs> was it UA <laughs> I might have got that wrong actually UA. UA there you go the, 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 I just like the idea of the United Nations <laughs> I've never seen a picture someone had posted and it was like it was written on their uniform mm. or something like UA but they hadn't noticed because it looked like your sort of sports stripes yeah so yeah, it kind of really, really well. well done so I'm, yeah. Fuck <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but no, but a really good question though. Really, really good. So nice one, Lawrence. Get this going for a bit. Indeed, indeed. Right. Everybody else who asks a question is like, fuck you, Lawrence. <laughs> <laughs> Jessica. Pick a number. Oh. <laughs> Between one and five. Flowers. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to a question from Facebook from Alfie. Seeing as you've released the Anthem of the Heart, is there any chance that you'll release Anno Hannah at some point? Um, I would love to, but... Yeah, I've seen it. Um, good things. It'll make you cry. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> I... Like, <laughs> that's that's a relative with the licensing I'm a huge fan of it, but yeah. I think... Like, I think it's unavailable for now for the UK, but we'll okay. see. Oh. Uh, like I don't know. Like I mean, I I like uh, like I think it maybe it's just one of those ones which falls into the contract gap for a while for someone. Mm. Like I mean, I think it's in process of being licensed, but I don't think it's been completed. But I mean, I, to I, say I, you've tried. I would like it, yes. Mm. But like, it's not. We can't have everything we want. I mean, like then we wouldn't. We shouldn't be allowed nice things, you know. Mm. Cat. Yeah. Pick a number between one and four. Uh. Fire Nation. 
from attacked. <laughs> from Natalie on Twitter. Do you have any plans to do series rescues of shows like Mushishi or Kino's Journey? Uh, I would love to. Um, I'm a huge fan of Kino's Journey, especially if new series coming. Uh, Mushishi is complicated because the rights are held by season one by one company in the USA, and then the others are held by Japan. So it's kind of complex. We'll see what happens when rights lapse. Andrew, mm. pick a number between one and three. It's a very difficult question. <laughs> I would like num. What? Imagine just going yes. Aha. <laughs> <laughs> mm. uh-huh. Andrew's brain. Meow 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 meow. I mean I said pick a number between one and three. There's only one question left. Oh right, okay. Uh, then my answer is really straightforward. It's uh, this. Like I think this is my answer. Oh, what do I think? <laughs> Remember, less than ten seconds. So, from Craig on Facebook, Funimation are releasing Hunter Hunter. Would this be a title you might be interested in as I need it? First thing I'll say, I'm pretty sure it's Viz in the US, isn't it? Yep, that's correct. That's exactly what I was about to say, snarcastically. So when it comes to us actually bringing it over, it wouldn't be via Funimation, but given... The Viz connection? I'm not sure if that's possible. Andrew, that might be something you can touch on more. Is there any scope potentially for uh, us to get Hunter Hunter? Or? It's available in the UK. It's just a really long run show. Mm. It's yeah. really, really cool though. Like, I'm a big fan of it myself, so I can totally relate to your feelings on it. But it is one of those shows, again, it's long running and there's potentially a lot of cost involved and a lot of risk, some could argue. Yeah. So it's- The old BBF, yeah, the old BBFC is here. Yeah. yeah. Refer back to a few podcasts ago when we talked about Monster and BBFC costs. Yeah, the longer the show, the more the BBFC costs and the less economically viable it makes it. So, that is the, the rest of those questions left over from last time. Thank you very much for submitting those. If we didn't, if we didn't get to your question specifically and you know you submitted one, might be because we covered it on a previous podcast, guys. So make sure you go back through the archives and check out the previous episodes. So now we go to the wonderful segment that is called the Random Topic Generator. I like how you're just to prove that you're shaking it. Yep. Yes, I am shaking the box. Yep. He hasn't inserted a sound effect. He is actually physically shaking a box with My his God, physical hands. My God, the practical, technical, practical effects involved. So today, behind door number one, is Cap. Whoa. <laughs> See what you did there, Jeremy. You elaborate double bluff. Oh, this is a bit of a wall. <laughs> Look at that! This might, like, take a while to read. It's taking a while to open this. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. No, let me it's, it's, it's a long question, so here we go. Go for it, cat. Okay. <clears throat> Are we gathered around? Then shall we get... Are we releasing the original UK anime releases of the early okay, 90s for some of us oldies? We've already had a high-def release of Wings of Oniamis. Any chance of Odin, Venus Wars, Lensman, 3x3 eyes? 3x3 eyes. 3x3, giant rubble, etc. I'm sure there are loads of fans that would love that. And discuss. Submitted by Andrew Oaks. Thank you, Andrew. Yeah, you, You're welcome. I think we've. Uh, <laughs> I think from Andrew. Damn it. <laughs> I think we've uh, we've touched on something like this in the past, but we'd love to be able to do some of those older shows, like Three Three by Three Eyes. We've mentioned a good few times on here. Cypher City, we'd love to get as well. Lo- lo- loving the shout out to Lensman there. That's the, yeah, right. That's, 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 some, that's, some that's a deep cut, as they say. It's, it's uh, based off a uh, old series of sci-fi uh, books. It's. It, it's one of those sci-fi books that uh, when you're of a certain age, it's like the ones that you should have, everybody says they've read, but probably haven't. Ah. It's probably one they're more just aware of and it probably feels like they've read. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, God, so nice shout out there. Yeah, there you go. But, uh, but Andrew, as to whether any of those might be possible, might any of those be possible? Maybe, but not Lensman. That's not <laughs> oh. I mean... Is that because like, Keith was like, that's a good shout out? I mean, no, it's a good shout out as a novel, but I mean... 
I don't think it's got really like mainstream potential nowadays. Mm. But also going back to our last the, the question we were answering a moment ago, it, it goes back again to sort of cost and risk and all that kind of stuff and fees. That's the trouble with a lot of the old stuff as well. Is sometimes they're mired in a rights hellhole because mm, yeah. they've changed hands so many times and quite often nobody's entirely sure who actually owns them and you don't want to take that risk lest somebody come down on you later going, well, I actually hold the rights, give me the money. That's what it was like for the, um, oh, it was the, the live action 60s Batman show for ages, wasn't it? They wanted to do like a big complete collection of it. They just couldn't figure out who held the rights because there were so many people that had a slice of the pie, as it were. Yeah. And eventually they got it cleared up. It took them a while, but they got there in the end. Mm. Ah, so there we go. Next up, Jessica. As the police sirens are coming near, <laughs> it's clearly a bad it's question. Danger. It's a dangerous question. Side note, but uh, Napping Princess got four stars in total film. Oh, nice! That was a sound right there. Whoa! Seagull stories suggested by Carrie. No! Oh my god. Carrie. <laughs> that, so that was the she other topic. Really gone, so but her legacy so lives that on. She, that means she is listening to it. Carrie lives! Well, no, because she. Remember ages ago when I got each of us to write out some oh, topics? That That's clearly. Oh, oh, yeah. Also, she told me that one on a drunken night out and she didn't remember suggesting it. I told her there were two topics she suggested. That was one of them. <laughs> Mmm, seagull stories. Someone, one of them tried to steal my Greggs when I was at uni. <laughs> that's, that's that's never steal a cat's Greggs. Yeah, I remember, I think, I think we all went out to Nando's out in, uh, in Glasgow City Centre and it was a nice day oh, outdoor yeah. and we were like with our, oh. we were with our, with, with our good friends, uh, Carly and Johnny. And I think Johnny took his eyes off of his chicken for about five seconds and suddenly a seagull just swooped down, yeah. grabbed this big bit of chicken, just flew off. And there was that moment of just stunned silence and it was just like, oh, damn it. And then someone just came out from inside, one of the, one of the staff just went, did a seagull just nick your chicken? He went, yeah. <laughs> did, did you want another one? Yeah. yeah. He just gets the seagull yeah. and makes it into the replacement yeah. meal. You know, that, that, that's what I've really noticed actually. Since I moved up to Glasgow a few years ago, I've noticed that seagulls up here really like to nick food. Oh, yeah, like down on the south like coast, I mean, Keith, correct me if I'm wrong, I don't think they're that bad. Like they'll, they'll eye up food, but they're not so vicious in trying to just swoop down and get food. Yeah, I certainly haven't seen them do they can as hear much me as I have up here, yeah. Yeah. And well, they're outside. Yeah. I saw one take some McDonald's. A bottle of butty under each wing. Yeah. I saw someone, I saw, actually, this was about a couple of months ago actually, but there was, waiting at the traffic lights across the road, someone was like eating a pasty from Greg's, had like the, the thing sticking out in the packet. Mm -hmm. They sort of took a bite, just looking around, and then while they were looking away, the seagull managed to fly down in front of him high enough, and then like, peck his beak out to then grab the pasty, lifted it out of the packet and flew away. And then the guy turned back, went to take a bite out of the packet and it wasn't there. Oh, it's no. the funniest thing I've seen in forever when it comes to seagulls. It, it sounds too good to be true. Or but it's legit, honestly. It and then someone just went, what the heck? And then I think someone went, yes, the seagull nicked your pasty. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, are you serious? Like, yes, seriously. I didn't hear him. You had your headphones on. Especially in Dundee, they're like the size of small dogs, and I'm not making that up. What? Time. They're just really because they because people students on their night out, and then they will leave all the you know junk and drop food and that. Seagulls will just feast at it, so they're like huge. Like they'll. That's why I gave it my Greg's because I didn't want to mess with it. Yeah, the seagulls are like stop I mean, talking they're, about they're, us. They're fairly big here as well, but mm. I think at Dundee they're freaking huge. Mm. I think mean, there's just a lot of students for them to eat, so. <laughs> Uh, well, well, thank you, Kerry. Lest we forget you. Yeah, I don't think she actually listens. No, she doesn't. I'm gonna. I'm gonna, see. I said that. Now I'm gonna wait for the angry text message. <laughs> <laughs> so, Andrew. Time to delve into the box. What is the topic that you have been issued for discussion? You've literally, <laughs> you've literally just ripped the bit of paper. Yeah, anyway, it's just too strong for his own good. You have to read the whole thing. Uh, oh dear. I can choose which half I want to read. <laughs> That's you've literally ripped it in half. Ask. Oh, it's by me as well. Excellent. <laughs> so you're subtly destroying it. Uh, <laughs> Wait, well done, Pastor Andrew. <laughs> I think this is a question for Jessica. Um, 
Also, if you could drink tequila from any anime character made of ice, what would it be? <laughs> I think you've experienced this one, Jessica. Okay, we can say safely that drinking from Sharon Dragon is possible and very fun. <laughs> Any, like, I mean, I don't know. As in, oh, wait, was it? As in, yeah. Cheryl for Dragon Ball Z? Yeah. Oh, that's far, right! Wouldn't it be far more entertaining to do one out of, like, uh, like, Al, like, Al Elric from Fullmetal Alchemist? What, so a suit of armor? Yeah, well, no, they just, like, made of ice, obviously. You pour it in at the top, and just comes out one of the arms, or, you know, the crotch, whichever you want. <laughs> that's, that's where I thought you were going with this instantly. Oh my god, you could do an over-themed one with that theme, like, in one tentacle out the other. <laughs> the look on Cat's face right well, now. Come on, guys, pitch in. You know, tequila um, from one one anime character made of ice. If you tank, take one of the tanks from Girls and Panzer. What? <laughs> the, the tanks? Tanks. Oh, you, no, I'm not going to say it. Character. Is a suit of armor a character? Oh, speak. Yes, I mean, because it's a persona. Like it actually speaks. No, a persona is from a different series. No, it speaks and interacts. I mean. It's got, it's a personality. Alright, so an actual character. Um, How dare you ask if, if he's a character? Okay, right, now here it is. So, pick, Piccolo from Dragon Ball Z, while he's firing out the, the special beam cannon, so it's got like, the big swirly thing, because it would look rad trying to take a shot from that. Nah, nah, I, I think we're... Fine, I, just I deny think, my answer. No, no, that's good, it's good, but I think what would be even better is if you had a Krillin statue that just fell in half and just, you know, a wash of booze. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, what if it was just a spirit bomb from Goku? Just a giant spirit bomb shot. Filled with Jaeger. Yeah, yeah or tequila. Spirit whichever. bomb, Jaeger bomb. Oh! <laughs> no one else? All right. No, I was, just, I was just contemplating all the possibilities of Dragon Ball cocktails and drinking games. Okay, now, pop quiz randomly. Can anyone think of a good name for just a random Dragon Ball Z cocktail? Dragon Blur. <laughs> so we've got Dragon Blur from Andrew. I don't really well, know. Not, you don't really need to make up things. You could, just t- you could just take any one of the millions of attack names. Okay, well, okay, well let's do that then. Take an attack, and then what, what would the cocktail be? Oh, I see, now that's a question, God. Uh... So how about for Kami Hummy Ha, I'm trying to think, what's a spirit that's just like yellow or orange? <laughs> no, no, just Kamehameha, because it's like meant to be the ultimate attack, it should just be, you know, a combination of the most powerful spirits, but mi- mixed in such a way that you can't really taste them. So, so, so basically an ideal Long Island iced tea. I was gonna say, so what you're saying really then, is it will become, it will end up just being an, an a sour's cocktail, which no one will like. It'd be a Long Island iced tea, but with treble the amount of the usual. <laughs> uh, well, maybe we'll think about it another time when we've uh, had more time to think about it. But unless you've got one cap? Uh, no. No? Cool. <laughs> right, Keith, random topic time. This one's submitted by someone called Jeremy, apparently. Oh god, what did I write? Elevator pitches for anime series. If you had to tell someone about an anime in a sentence or two. Good job, past Jeremy. Um, Alright, this is kind of one I use by default quite a bit, but to kind of just get the ball rolling and to give you guys time to maybe think of one or two others. Uh, For Escaflone, on a very ultra baseline level, I pitch it as Think Game of Thrones, just not as bloody or pornographic in places, and then add mech. And then on a, ba- on a baseline level, that, that generally gets people to go, ooh, if they're not familiar with it. See, because I'm all about efficiency, I'll just be like, a uh, kid with uh, parent issues uh, has to get in robot. <laughs> that covers so many different shows. <laughs> <laughs> I love mech anime. Jeez. Um, Inappropriate costumes lead to hilarious sexual hijinks. That doesn't narrow it down either, no, really. I, I assume you were thinking about Kill the Kill. That's exactly what I was yeah, going to say. Disney Tintas is the correct term. Yeah. Right, everyone. So, um, Andrew Jessica had actually had to pop out for a few minutes because uh, uh, an important phone call has arrived that I can't elaborate on at all. Because so, business never stops at Anime Limited HQ. Exactly. So uh, so it's it's me, Kat and Keith, here still in the office studio. So we're going to carry on for... C-Squad. So oh, yeah, we've been... Exactly we've right. So, uh, so we're going to carry on for a few more minutes with a few more topics. So I'm going to delve in now. And let's see what we get.
I guess actually before I open this up, did you guys have any more elevator anime pictures that, that thought? Magical girls. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, wow, that covers so many. Well, so many. So does the boy that gets in the robot. Oh <laughs> well, yeah, well that was the point really, yeah, wasn't it? Because so was we're efficient. We cover many shows yeah. in uh, one simple statement. And girls and pens would just be girls and tags. <laughs> exactly. How about uh, high octane swimming? Yeah. For free. Uh, high octane ice skating. Oh, yeah, I was going to oh. say ice skating and pork cutlet bowls. Yeah. There you go, yeah, yeah, yeah perfect. Yeah. No, we could just talk about Yuri on ice for a few minutes if we want to. Oh man, don't. <laughs> I, I, can't, I can't slide down the Yuri hole again. Whoops. <laughs> Oh, haven't you? Yeah, 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 I really enjoyed it. So good. The best song in the entire series. We've talked about it before, how when I was binge-watching it, I was texting you relentlessly about it. But it is one of the few shows where I've gone into it thinking, okay, there's a lot of hype around this. I just want to kind of get, see what it's like. And I just, I had to binge-watch it. I could not. Actually, that's the point. I know know what I'll probably be binge-watching this evening, because I think uh, the new Voltron season... I need to watch it's them out. Mm. I haven't watched any of it before, so... It's good. It's good. I, I should re- finish I really Eureka like 7 it. and then I'll get onto that. I've been really enjoying Eureka 7. And in my head, I'm like, I want to I just describe it. And I'm like, it's basically if Evangelion and Gurren Lagann had a kid, but Gurren Lagann came out like three years after Eureka 7. <laughs> yeah. So some magic of time hopping, they had that sort of weird love child because mm. it's like it got to like episode 10 or 11 and I was like oh yeah I can see the, the Evangelion influence in this now because <laughs> it kind of goes a bit like oh and I was it's like, like elevator good. pictures again it's like it's like Ra's F on uh, is yeah Evangelion but <laughs> uh, with uh, Central America iconography <laughs> and mythology and a protagonist you actually like oh. <laughs> do you know what actually uh, worth mentioning so you just mentioned on Eureka 7 uh, actually uh, airing on Viceland currently as well here in the yeah. UK Viceland TV uh, at the time we're recording the plan for the coming week is from midnight each weeknight there's going to be I believe two episodes of Tokyo Ghoul followed by two episodes of Eureka mm. 7 but then, like, they're doing, like, massive long marathons at weekends, I think, and they're showing Eureka 7 at other times. So, basically, guys, just check your Sky Guide specifically on Viceland TV to see when it's airing, because yeah. they're doing loads of airings of anime on there. It's really, really if you've cool. Never, if you've never seen, like, Eureka 7 and you like, obviously, mech anime and Evangelion, it's definitely worth a watch, because it's Studio Bones as well. Mm. did animation, so the animation is freaking incredible like watch the first ep and just the expressions they've always been good at animating expressions mm. as you can see in like Fullmetal Alchemist and such but um, no it's definitely worth watching for that whole Gurren Lagann Evangelion vibe mm. but yeah and the food is tasty and the, and the anime guide <laughs> too if food looks good in anime it passes that very highly so yeah. <laughs> so the next topic submitted by Ian if you weren't working in the anime industry, what would be your profession? <laughs> well, you should go first. I totally would answer for you. But so, guess. from my, like my, it's weird with me because I've always been around sort of theatre and acting and stuff. So from a really, uh, I think the first pantomime I was involved in when I was growing up in North London was about the age of seven or eight. In fact, it was the pantomime, well, not even pantomime, but a show called Our Day Out, about a group of school children on a school trip just behaving like right tossers. And, uh, and uh, I, I got one line, my first line. I was the character, the young, the young lad called Ronson. <laughs> and I, Ronson. And uh, the, the thing is, though, I had one line. The teacher would say, where are you going, Ronson? Implying, like, you don't know where you're going. And I just went, sir, sir, Kent. <laughs> and... Because acting was still an incredibly new thing to me, I didn't get why he was constantly shouting at me in response to, for his rebuttal, which is, get in line! I didn't get at the time it was like acting, so I was still really young. So, so that so was kind of like- he was yelling at you. Yeah, pretty like, much, yeah, but, but then I got, it was a performance kind of, because obviously it was on the stage with an audience. So that's kind of how I got sucked into that as well as my family being involved. And then I've always just been down the acting train, sort of uh, following on from, from, exactly. Like from school and then going to college, then moving out to America for a year to do acting out there and such. Came back, you know, sort of actually managed to get an agent over here for a while, going to loads of auditions and stuff. Got some gigs, quote unquote, as it were. 
But I then decided to do a musical theatre degree at university for three years, which I loved doing because I've always been like involved in musical theatre bits anyway. And uh, it was actually during that degree where I kind of just decided, you know what, I love doing this, but I can't make it work as a career. So uh, originally I probably would, uh, assuming, and when it came to like my pastoral of sort of do, doing what I've been doing before I came up here after university, if I hadn't have got the opportunity from Jerome Manga that I did, then uh, I probably would still be trying to do the acting train, but like the week of my dissertation, he, he gave me a call essentially and offered me, you know, the chance to do something relating to manga, like regarding video editing and stuff. So uh, yeah, I, I probably still might be trying to go down the acting train or I might just, I don't know, work a job in Tesco, I don't know. <laughs> because the, one of the other things I did think of, <laughs> this sounds really depressing now, is that I thought I should get a job in a warehouse because it would involve a lot of heavy lifting and moving and that could count as my gym workout so I wouldn't have to go to the gym. <laughs> so then I would naturally still be in decent shape. So yeah, that's what I've been doing. <laughs> Just looking in horror, yeah. Right. But uh, how about you, Kat? Um, probably something, well, I do quite creative things here already. Mm. So probably just something more creative solely. So to, to sort of backtrack, so like, I, no, 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 to, to backtrack in a way, like, is art always something that you've been heavily well, into? Yeah, like before like, you joined? Um, I studied animation at university mm. and it's it's quite a versatile course so obviously there's a lot of different aspects of production involved in animation so there's like you know like uh, production um, like project management um, backgrounds animating you know illustrations and all mm. that and like um, so obviously when I graduated I was just sort of like I don't know what I want to do because <laughs> it is like you know the the, the course does, does make you realize that maybe you don't want to just be like straight up animating mm, you know, like like frame me, by frame. I, kind of like me when yeah. I realised, you know what, I love doing this, but this isn't the direction I, I need to go in. It made me realise that I'm, like I did a lot of the background paintings for the final like project year kind of thing. So I realised I was more into like illustration and sort of like, gra you know, graphic design layouts and things like that. So, but I still didn't know really what I was wanting to do when I graduated. So when I got to work here and everything, it was pretty good because I got put on a sort of half a half, half and half, like creative and production stuff. Mm. So it kind of let me exercise creative mind as well as um, do sort of other stuff for the company. But let, let your creative juices flow Yeah, as well. yeah, it's been good. So, but I also like do a lot of art stuff, like, you know, as a hobby in the background. Like we were talking about last week. Yeah, yeah. So like, you know, I've always got that opportunity. It can be quite draining sometimes because you're kind of juggling a lot of stuff. But, you know, if it's something, if it's like a, a lot, you know, like a labour of love and it's something that you enjoy doing, then there's always going to be a way to pursue it, basically. Always quite open-minded about it, because I think a lot of misconceptions is like people think that, you know, obviously degrees do play some part mm. in what you want to do, but there's always going to be a, a way, a route to get to where you want. Like, you know, you don't have to go to uni, you could go to college mm. and work your way through other ways. You don't, you know, and um, if you didn't even go to college, there's like courses and things like, you know, like night schools and mm. stuff, I imagine. So it's like, it's kind of like, I think that's a huge thing they don't really tell you in uni is like, it's not the be all or end all, I think. But mm. then again, you're a student and you're terrified and, you know, you're, yeah. it, I mean, obviously there's a lot of different ages that attend uni, but I think it's because you're enjoying student life. And then when you leave, it is that whole big, bad, big, bad, it's scary like, oh, world. shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I think it's like, it is, it could, it is different for everyone and there mm. isn't really a set path to get to where you want. This kind of went, this kind of escaped from the question to more like sort of career kind of stuff, no, but, but, but it, it does make sense. But in some ways, though, it, it sort of works to add context because, you know, yeah. I could have said, oh, I don't know, a tennis player, which is never true. I would never have been a tennis player. <laughs> I enjoy playing tennis, but never would want to do it. What, what yeah. do I think I'd be doing? But sometimes to give context, it works. So, uh, so Keith, how about you? God, what would I be doing? Uh, <laughs> probably what I was doing before I fell into this job, which is uh, doing stuff I enjoy in my free time while in my uh, paid time doing a job that's uh, not that great, but neither is it all that bad. It pays the bills pays while bills, I just yeah. c 
coast on through life waiting for either the heat death of the universe <laughs> or my own death. Oh. Whichever comes first. Or you cause the heat death of the universe through your own death. Yes. <laughs> what was your uh, what was your field as it were before you came here? So that people might can maybe have a vague idea of what you're doing. My field? Basically I just I've been doing kind of uh, mid level uh, office admin and project management and administration at uh, Southampton University. Uh, with academics in the School of Medicine, just just generally, just you know, mo- most jobs that most people have these days, it's that kind of like mid-level kind of office job kind of thing. But uh, the odd little skill set I built up over the years between actual jobs and the stuff I used to do that in my free time, like uh, the t-shirt business and other creative endeavours that I did off my own back. Oh. They have, uh, oh, they've returned. I'll let you finish your point, and then they can, then they can chime in. Would lead into uh, that was Andrew, by the way. This strange situation I find myself in now. Hmm. So, uh, Andrew, Jessica, you're coming at the perfect time to chime in on this topic we've got. So, if you weren't working in the anime industry, what would be your profession? <laughs> that was an, an incredible blank. Why do you want to work in this industry in the yeah. first place? <laughs> oh. That's the question you should ask. Yeah, yourself. there you go. Are you ready for pain? And no, I think you should ask the question: What did we fail doing before we came into that? Wow. No, actually, well, that's fairly accurate. Yeah, actually, yeah. <laughs> Based on what we've been saying, so Andrew, architecture was my original calling. Uh, no, day. like in all seriousness, I probably would have been like, I don't know, actually. Comedian, I guess. <laughs> I mean, working in anime is a bit of a joke. So. <laughs> no, like, um, classically, I trained as a computer scientist, so probably something in that space, or like, probably somewhere like in business, like, I guess. Like, in like, I'd probably done something else, like, startup wise. Mm. Honestly speaking, that's probably where I'd ended up. Or I really wanted one day to do demolition work, but I studied um, computer science instead of um, engineering. Mm. So I found the idea of instead of constructing things, deconstructing things far more interesting. So, because one thing we've sort of done each while you guys have been out, we sort of just talked about kind of what ultimately led us to the path that, of where we are now. So to add a little bit of context, Andrew, you can be as vague or as detailed as you want, but how did how did you end up in anime, given what you were doing? I've covered this story at least ten different times really? in the past. Really? Probably. Well, like, on the base, on a baseline level, yeah. in, in context of the conversation, like, on the baseline I was predictably drunk and offered to do an internship at a company, and... They said yes. I woke up with a hangover and found the acceptance. Like, anyway, we'll move to Paris next month. And I thought, well, this is certainly an unusual twist on the usual for me. And so began my adventures in anime. And now you're El Presidente. Does not it start with an anime plot? <laughs> sort of like. Uh, or a situational comedy. It's dangerous to go alone and take this. Kind of a Mr. Bean style <laughs> scenario thing. How about you, Jessica? Oh, for me it was like I really wanted to work in the anime, more in the manga actually. Okay. Business. No. Really, yeah, I love manga. more than anime. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. You hear that? Burn the disbeliever in the animated version. So no, when I was about to choose my university, uh, my father really wanted me to become a notary. So I made a bet with him, like, okay, I'm gonna apply to Science of Communication. It was a closed number. Uh, university and if I made it, I'm gonna do my thing. If I fail, I'm gonna be become a notary. Likely I made it, <laughs> and uh, so I just uh, kept focus on my goal and uh, you know all my. <laughs> so you had a pretty big ultimatum to make sure you worked in anime. Then is what yeah. you're saying. <laughs> but then by chance, actually, I mean I, I kept going to convention and trying to befriend people and mm. started to writing reviews for um, for a magazine and so that's why I got in contact with the local distributor at the time because they provided the sample and then you know you just wrote a review mm. and at that time I was reviewing uh, Serial Experimentally oh okay and I knew the show really well whatever so I got a call from the publisher and he just told me okay look um, there is this guy who's gonna call you just uh, you know talk about the show 
and say, okay. And this guy called me and say, hi, I'm from MTV. So <laughs> can you tell me about this show? And it was like, okay, tasked with a pitch to MTV broadcaster. You know, it's like... Okay, do you want to actually... This actually links into our previous question. So Jessica, what would your... If you had to say one or two sentences total, how would you pitch Serial Experiments Lane? Oh, at that time it was so easy because it was bogus and it was all over, you know, about internet mm. and connection and uh, networks that it was very new at the time. Mm. So it was, it's a sci-fi, it's um, mind-blowing animation mm. about computer networks and intelligence, artificial intelligence. There you go. That's nice. pretty good. But sorry, continue. So that's how it went. So you were, so you were on the phone to MTV. And I pitched <laughs> the show and after that I stayed in touch with this publisher. And then um, I gave him a call to wish him happy birthday. And then they were actually having a meeting internally at the company and deciding to take one person in. And they said, yeah, why don't you... Oh yeah, I didn't remember about you, but yo, why don't you come for an interview next week here because we are looking for someone. That's how I landed the job. There you go. <laughs> you know, just, uh, pure All because you wish someone a happy birthday. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And I mean, it was like, you I, standard nerds. <laughs> 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 so, you know, well, so it was by share like in a way, but mm. still it takes some effort to stay attached to the industry. Mm. So that's what I would suggest to people if you want to work in this industry. Uh, really stalk people. Come and, bu- <laughs> come, come, come and bug come us at conventions. Exactly. But <laughs> it's why I did to get involved. Yeah, exactly. You, you need to get involved at some level. Mm. It's not going to land on your lap. You, know? mm. you need to do something uh, to get on yeah, board. Be, be involved and, sh- and show that you are a capable human being. Exactly. Yeah. Mm. Not a freaky human being. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. But a capable human being with ideas. <laughs> So, uh, should we do one more topic then to round out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we, 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 we've already it, g- it, given our answers. You're going to listen back to the podcast, Andrew, yeah. to, it, so, to it see what we said. I checked into a weird speech that may or may not be true. I'm just backtracking on what I said here because I'm always worried about <laughs> no, like, Am I giving bad advice or not even advice, just whatever? But anyway, no, it's If anybody find finds out that you oh. hatched from an anime egg. <laughs> yeah, in a field, <laughs> just. Uh, I have other news from the the world as well when I stepped out. Um, Napping Princess at Fantasia Film Festival won the Gold Award for the audience. Freaking great! Nice! A good award. (laughs) Awesome! That is an acceptable award. Uh, More interestingly for me, it beat um, several films I expected to like to win. like, oh, actually, so in the Silver Prize, Silver Award in the same category was Blue Over the Wall. Cool. Oh, and then, cool. then Bronze Prize in the same category was Night of Shorts, Walk on Girl. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Coming out from Anime Limited this year. Oh. Well, there's more than good on the packaging, right? What, 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 I don't know, but whoever they are, you should all be saying thank you to them now. <laughs> thank you, Lord Anime. <laughs> Lord Anime. Sounds like Lord Buckethead. He's a powerful force. He is. So, final topic. Mm-hmm. Submitted by Keith. Oh, hell, oh. this can't be This good. is going to be terrible. <laughs> I'm not looking forward to this. Is it true that there's a place in a man's head... Oh my god, I love you. That if you shoot it, that if you shoot it blows up. And then instantly, I finished that in my head with yeah. that question because I've been thinking about oh, it that's, like, that's like one of my favourite lines from Shaun of the Dead. Is it true? Yeah. Not yeah. Shaun of the Dead. Oh, Edgar Wright's going to hunt me down and no, slap me. No, it just like dries up like Baby Driver yeah. style. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to roar around and take out. Oh, oh. now I'm thinking of how good Baby Driver is. Baby again. Driver is so good. Oh, God, I can't believe I immediately knew what it was going to be. I suppose, presumably, uh, if you know, if the, if the caliber of the weapon's large enough, it doesn't really matter where in the head you shoot someone; it's just going to explode. <laughs> We're actually talking about it, all right? Um, <laughs> well, you read out the question, son. Yeah. You've got submitted by you. The next, yeah. the next, like bunch of ones that I submit is just gonna be all like hot fuzz quotes. <laughs> 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 I'm with this. 
Let's see, that's a game we should do at some point. We should just have like a bunch of quotes and see if we can guess what film they're from. The greater mm. good. <laughs> They're no great, they're good. No luck catching them killers, then. Let's catch a unicorn. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I think we're just about done for this week, guys. Thank you very much for listening. But uh, anyone want to close out on anything to to, uh, to our future selves? Uh, well, this is already like fuck too Take far the, in the other future. pill, Keith. Take the other pill. It's already too far in the future for me to Me in the future, so. congratulations on successfully completing all of the work you said you'd complete. The, 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 the Later on in podcast season 211, so Andrew, what were you doing when you didn't get all that work done? <laughs> that could be the cliffhanger for the week after, Keith, for the next podcast. Did Andrew get his work done? Doom, doom. Well, presumably, if he doesn't, we'll all be out of a job, so... <laughs> yeah. Hmm. So, if there is not another episode of the podcast, everybody... You'll know why. <laughs> but no, cool, but thank you very much for listening. We hope you enjoyed it. Like we mentioned before, head over to alltheanime.com. Make sure you book your tickets for Napping Princess next week. It's on uh, in cinemas, sorry, on the 16th of August. Book your tickets at nappingprincessmovie.co.uk. From myself, Jeremy Grays, from everyone here at Team Anime Limited, take care, signing off. Bye! Bye! Kaka! 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 Put it away. <laughs>